Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 34. It's actually pretty hard to categorize exactly what's covered in this episode. To start off with, my friends and I start having a discussion about a particular uh, question regarding abortion and the Christian, not so much view, but reaction to it. And it kind of spirals out into a larger conversation about the relationship between believers and unbelievers. So give it a listen and see if it hooks you. All right. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. How are you doing? Oh. Oh. What? Yeah, I did it. Uh, I'm (laughs) doing pretty well. Uh, This is my last week of freedom. Mm, I will be back in the classroom on uh, next Monday. So Mm -hmm. this coming Monday. You excited? Yeah, I'm I'm actually really looking forward to getting back in the classroom. But students aren't going to be in the classroom on Monday. No, the following Monday is when okay, they come in. Yeah. Yeah. So I get a week to prepare myself. How about nice. y'all? Anything new and interesting happening in your lives? I, uh, I got to start prepping for my kids to go to school. Oh. Holla! I know. Kindergarten? Yeah. Nice. Well, you guys are going to do virtual, right? For kindergarten. I got to go to meet the teacher. Okay. Mm. And then prepare them for your kids. Yeah. <laughs> this is my child. <laughs> Be prepared. <laughs> when he makes this noise, run. When he makes <laughs> this noise, celebrate. Celebrate. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Um, he will randomly tell you guys to poop and then just go running. So like that happens. Ooh. Be prepared for a kid running out of your classroom. Does he run to the toilet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. He makes yeah. Nah, he's just, just like, out. He's, yeah. Yeah. It's like a ticking time bomb. He, he looks for the closest tree, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Gotta poop. <laughs> David? Uh, there's an event uh, on the 31st of July. That, okay, so it's a, um, so it's a weird ball. Uh, Pony con. Uh, it's a weird ball um, tournament, gaming tournament. Uh, I've never been invited to it because like, they don't, it's only like, good players and stuff but I actually got invited to it so I went to but you got invited to spectate or invited no, to like play to actually okay. compete um, so I'm really 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 excited because I know League? I've always yeah I've always you know signed up for it signed up and I actually got accepted um, so I get, I'm really excited to play for that and it's I don't I won't get paid a single cent and, and all the money goes to charity cool oh that's lame yeah, yeah it's kind of lame entire money goes to charity Ooh, <laughs> charity do you go as a team or you just yeah go as I'll be going individual? as a team okay, yeah. okay. is Sam on your team no, <laughs> he is not. Uh, is Eric on your team? He is not. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Do you play <clears throat> LOL? LOL. I do not play. LOL. Lots of love. Uh, yeah, but what did you say that one time? It was like LIO. This is one of the Jackbox games. It was like, what does LIO stand for? You put League of Legends. A Canadian. <laughs> LOL, not LIO. No, it was. And it made no sense because those are usually your answers. Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. LMN. Huh? LMN. I think it was that because uh, if it it was the time that I played, I put what is by far the best answer, which I don't know if you guys have seen it. So I might, I don't think I'll be spoiling anything, but I said uh, Death Note and, or Death Note Protagonist by Quality. Yeah. Because it was LMN. (laughs) Yeah, and it was perfect because the group of the people he was playing with. Like, we all watched, watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that's that, good. That was funny. Yeah. And 
accurate. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Eric, how are you? Okay. Be honest. Well, okay then. Not okay. But oh, so you were lying. Yeah, that's what you do just to get through the. That's true. Uh, but uh, I, I uh, Uber delivered, I guess. Is you Ubered. Nice. Yeah, Uber, but I didn't drive anywhere anywhere. I just you know, picked up food or whatever. Well, and you ate night. their food. You ate their food, didn't so let you? Me, this, this is what happened. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. well, this was yeah, literally yeah, yeah. a shot in the wait. dark. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I actually still have the bag in my car. Oh, Eric. Uh, uh, One star. Oh, no. They ordered food okay. Ew. from a bakery Okay. in Disney Springs. Yeah. So I had to go find a parking garage, which wasn't too bad, but it was like all the way in. You know how there's like a little island? Yeah. So yeah. I had to go walk there. Got the food. What's the name of the bakery? It was like it's either Aaron's Bakery or Eric's Bakery or something. Eric's Bakery. I feel like you would remember if it was Eric's. Bakery. It's, I think it might have been, but I'm not sure. I don't know if I was just reading it. To, but it's kind of like you know the hat shop, the fancy hat yeah, shop. Yeah. It's like right next to it. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> We're not talking about divorce. You're not supposed to bring up hat shops. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but uh, so I get the food, and now Step I'm one. I'm I'm trying to get my way back, and you know taking a while and i finally get back and as soon as like because now i'm going to turn on my phone say that i picked it up ready to see where i have to deliver it and they canceled because apparently it took too long and it's you like still get oh yep i found it, it was, it's called <clears throat> aaron mckenna's bakery there you go this podcast okay. is brought to you by aaron mckenna's bakery <laughs> aaron mckenna's bakery too slow <laughs> well um i i don't know if i got paid anything hmm. but i was like i was like i was really upset but then I looked in there and it was a giant chocolate chip cookie and a chocolate like cupcake. And it's paid for, right? Yeah. It's already paid yeah, for. So like, hey, I man. ate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Except Obviously. for the chocolate fro or the coffee frost. Oh. I don't know how people coffee like coffee. Coffee frosting. I don't really? like Really? Yeah. Huh. I feel like someone what? put like a cigarette out in water and then tried to mask <laughs> it with some cocoa powder. <laughs> that's that's, that's the, not a bad description. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. What's usually like the most popular restaurant that you usually go to? I'm assuming McDonald's. No. Really? Oh. I try to stay away from fast food. But okay, so okay. People who can afford to use Uber Eats don't go to McDonald's. Um hold on. Typically. <laughs> hold on. So um I was a bit discouraged from that, but you know, I got some more orders and it, it was fine. And then this one order, I delivered the food. And I guess it was the person's friend because it was her name was Nicole, but it was a guy that came up and he got the food and then he looked at me. He's like, "Ooh, you cute!" And then he walked away. And I was like, "I guess that's a complimentary, you know, that's something I should to boost my spirits." Yeah, yeah. But then I went back to the question in my head. Wait a minute, do gay guys <laughs> and heterosexual women like the same things? Probably not. So that it's all vain. It doesn't matter. The compliment was. Ah, oh, it just mm. doesn't matter. So I was like. Okay, that's cool. Then I was just, I'm like, you know what? I made it. all of... women like the same thing. Yep. Well, wow. <clears throat> Time to get canceled, sir. I'm just kidding. Uh, but I was on my way back home, and like, I'm, I'm like, Disney area. I don't know where I'm at because I don't know where half of these places are. Well, it's GPS. Florida, it's Disney. But I got back to 192, and my friend calls me. <laughs> That's your friend calling. That's just kidding. No, but I, We're I, trying to recreate the situation yeah, yeah. in here. But so it, my friend called me. I'm like driving past 192. I'm passing Old Town. I see the McDonald's that's by there. 
Oh yeah. And the line is out to 192. Yep. It's ridiculous. Ooh, man. And I'm like, who would do that? That's ridiculous. And then I get an order from Taco <laughs> Bell. That's twenty dollars. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, if it takes an hour, then that's twenty dollars an hour. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I I went ahead and did Minus that. Minus gas. Minus gas. Yeah. But <clears throat> went ahead and did that. Was waiting and I'm talking to Sam the whole time. I'm waiting and I'm like, fifteen cars behind, uh, just to where the speaker is. Right. So mm -hmm. I finally get there. I tell them the two orders that I've got that I got to pick up. First of all, they tell me. Uh, sorry, we're only taking cash, which is like such baloney. Yeah. It's like, oh, we don't want to deal with everybody tonight. Okay. Um, but then I'm like, well, fine, whatever. I was going to pick up dinner for myself, but forget it. Uh, but I got to pick up some orders and I tell them that and they're like, what's the names? And I tell them the names and they're like, yeah, it's not in the system. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, yeah, if it's in the system for more than 40 minutes, it automatically cancels. And I was like. Well, what am I supposed to do? I was in this long freaking line. Nothing They make on you go the through the drive-through for that? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, you was, have to or you can go inside. It was it was it was already closed. It was like this oh, is okay. like one o'clock at night. Oh uh, okay. Also like <clears throat> And everybody that's in line doesn't know yeah, that it's yeah. cash only also. Yeah. Right. So it's like everybody was pissed. And I'm like, I'm not gonna make a scene, but I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, tell people. Just go out and tell people because this is a long line. Yeah. Or even just put like a little so, A-frame sign out front yeah. that says cash only. Yeah. So, wait, so, so how, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like, so you pay for the food. Then no. Like they pay you back? No, no. They pay Uber. So, so. Oh, okay. Then, then since it's you talk about it, they have it already prepared and you just say this as well. Yeah. And okay. then somehow the transactions made You guys Uber. don't do Uber Eats at Pop I don't know. No, we do it. Uh, we do, but we, I just don't know how it works. Yeah. I, I, I don't know exactly like how it works. But I got the guys He's back of house with their, the rest of the troglodytes. Yeah. I got them their They're refund and I got some money, but I was kinda mad that I missed out on twenty dollars. I ended up making like five, six dollars instead. Danny. But I made a good amount. Like I would have made over a hundred dollars. Like it's really not a bad job. I got free food <laughs> and free cookie. I made yeah. money, so it was pretty nice. cool. And you get to explore areas of at least wherever you live. Um, mm. that maybe you don't usually go to. Podcast is brought to you by Uber Uber Eats. Eats. Have you ever Superior switched? Eating. Uber Eats. If you Google it, do you have to put in the umlaut? Or will it still come up if you don't put the umlaut? Explain to them what the umlaut is. They know what an umlaut is. How they maybe the German guy that listens. <clears throat> yeah. But not the guy from Singapore. Have you ever snitched? <clears throat> have I ever snitched? Yeah, like snitch cops and food. That's it's not called snitching? snitching. Yeah, it's not snitching. That's not why people get stitches. Snitching is like I mean, let's be honest though. If, if I ordered yeah. foods on Uber Eats and yeah. you took some of it, you're gonna get stitches. Well, that's true. But <laughs> did I? No, I've oh, never taken. Oh, yeah, they also seal it. Why? Like I check, like we seal it, so like they know if someone with a stick. It. Yeah, yeah, some of it, but I mean, some restaurants, uh, you probably don't. And like I, honestly, like question sometimes why people are ordering from certain restaurants. I don't know, yeah. but um. Yeah, I never, I will never take someone else's food. But if it the order cancels, I am not letting it go to the waiter. Because the app said, the order's been canceled. You can go ahead and throw away the food. <laughs> I was like, nope. That's a good looking cookie. <laughs> yeah, you at not at least give it away to the homeless person. Like, if you didn't yeah. want it, you know, yeah. like, give it to a homeless person. Yeah, absolutely. You should, nah. should not have that like job. Sam. Honor bound. Sam should not have that job. Bias contract. Mm. Should not have what? Oh, yeah. Sam is doing Uber Eats? No, no. I'm just saying Sam would be like, oh, that looks pretty good. <laughs> Hey, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, who's is this? <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, now. Uh, 
Poor mm. Sam's not even here to defend him. Yeah, That's right? You guys are relentless. <laughs> you know what my favorite part of that story is? Is like, now that it's over. <laughs> Thank you. It's like 11 minutes. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part was like so long ago that I don't remember it now. I got to bring a notepad with this guy in his stories. <laughs> well, now I know how like Uber works. Yeah. If you want to make sidecash, this I'd podcast is it. actually about Uber. We're gonna do a whole podcast about the structure, <clears throat> the billing mechanisms, the corporate philosophy. Actually, it is pretty interesting. Uh, Travis did like we looked up when Uber got um to post started in Airbnb. Maybe we watched. Oh watched yeah. The big short. Yeah. Yeah. We looked up yeah. about uh places. So like I think Airbnb. Was founded not long after that. Yeah. The housing. Yeah. Yeah. In, in Google. Yeah. So, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Um, <clears throat> can we do one podcast where we just talk about our favorite national anthems? What? Oh, because of the Olympics? No. Well, is yours like the geography. Soviet Union? No, but that is just oh. national anthems are really like good. Wow, profound. Very profound. Just some that you like. The only reason I'm thinking about that is because Uber is in a German national anthem. Yeah. And it says Germany, Uber alles, above. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, Uber is German for Food. super. Yeah. For super. It really means super. Did, did you see um, the opening for the Japanese Olympics? Like, what kind of music they played? They didn't no. do the anthem. J-pop. They played video game music. Yeah, they played uh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, Dragon Quest. <clears throat> yeah, all day like. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think they've given up on the idea of having national a pride. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just become a giant arcade. Yeah, pretty much. I hmm. love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, here we are talking about it. Yeah. We're talking. I love Japanese. So, what do you guys want to talk about this evening? As if I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I thought you. Do you like babies? <laughs> Ooh. This podcast wants you like babies. <laughs> Optional? Optional. No, <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Mm. Like, well, you don't have to have them. You guess you don't have to have them. Um, <clears throat> long not to have them? So we will be talking about, okay. at least starting uh, with talking about abortion again. And let's see where that takes us. Um, David <laughs> was not, David was not present for the last uh, abortion <clears throat> Conversation and you know, and I think he said last some things we did. I think last <clears> thing <throat> that came out of my world was a, was about abortion. I think yes, yeah, yeah. You did talk about that. Um, so I mean, we don't have to pick up here, but a couple weeks ago, uh, when we did our last podcast, um, afterwards there was. Do you want to talk about the um proposed like situation or the um the shoes? To be put in? The shoes to be put in. That's, I've never heard that phrase. Like, um, whose shoes you would be in? in oh, yeah, that. yeah. No, we were just kind of talking like... I don't... What Was it about loving? Was it... So, th- so the last where, one, where did it you know, we, talked, we were talking about theonomy and right. whether that which is moral <clears throat> and that which is legal should be basically synonymous. Right. So then um, in the kitchen, you were talking to me afterwards and saying like, well, you know, if you believe... That this is wrong, and I think you talked about like divorce, and you talked about um, pornography, or I think I had brought up pornography. It's like you know, if something is immoral, should it be illegal, um, or prostitution? 
And then you had brought up a situation about abortion. So I I, I don't... Yeah, I, I remember the scenario I posed. I don't remember the lead-up to it. I don't know if that's important or not. But essentially the lead-up was... Um, Coming off as someone who cares. Yeah, so, so which... And correct me if I'm wrong, it boiled down to um, which would be more loving, uh, picketing or protesting outside of, of an abortion clinic or trying to bear um, the struggle or, or carry the cross of, of the person who's going into the clinic them, themselves and, and sitting and sitting down with them um, and which one which one is more loving and which one has more Sitting effect. down with them like... T- to uh, be present with them while they undergo yes. the procedure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and which is which is more loving and which is more effective, um, where I I landed on the side of being present through the procedure, and you landed on the side of, um, uh, I I I don't want to paint it in a bad light. So whatever you would prefer to call it, whether picketing or protesting or, or. Yeah, and I've uh, never I've never picketed or protested a um, abortion clinic. Um, I'm not saying that I never would, um, but I would say that, you know, honestly, when most people think of picketing and protesting, they think of Westboro Baptist Church and the God hates fag signs and the like, oh, you know, you're going like, it's so great that you're going to hell, like celebrating the wrath of God. And I really hate that that is, you know, but even though it's a church of what, like, 18 people, I think, total. Really? Um, yeah. I didn't know it was and, that small. And all of those pictures that you've seen online of, like, people holding up big yellow signs that says, like, thank God for dead soldiers, and, you know, they, they go to military funerals, and they hold yeah. up that sign, those signs. All of those pictures that you've seen of um, that have been the same, and it's, it's a one or two family church. Like, the family, or the church is made up of either only one or um, only two families. And yet it gets conflated. Uh, not conflated. It gets reported on so much that people are like, oh, man, like, look at these thousands of Christians, you know, who are out there saying these, you know, evil, wicked, mean, hateful things. OK, so, I mean, that's one caveat. But really just the idea that if I'm going to talk about a situation being loving, like I'm also talking about loving the unborn child right. and like in, in this scenario, there's one person alive at there's two people alive at the beginning of it and there's one person alive at the end of it and i don't think that it's more loving to let's say hold the hand of the distressed young woman you know that's going through the uh, procedure and then you know a- as this baby is being killed um then it is to try to um what would the word be to represent to something on behalf of the baby i don't know what the word is what's the word i'm looking for advocate advocate there we go Ooh. on behalf of the baby the source <clears throat> yeah i mean i don't know if eric or david have input um yeah i don't really see the point in holding someone's hands through that because if we're going to say it's difficult, I think then that ought to be explored why it's difficult. You know, it's... It, what's difficult? I mean, if it's a personal difficulty for the person to abort the fetus, 
Oh yeah. I think the time is better spent not just holding my hand, but discussing why it's difficult. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it it ought to be. It ought to almost be an impossibility for you to do such a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. And. You know, I mean, there's a lot that can go into case by case. You know, is there parent influence? Is there boyfriend influence? Um, or are they just completely ignoring the influences from from those people? Mm. Um, but I, I really just don't see the point in showing any support for that person in that in that action. It doesn't mean you don't love that person, but you know, it's like if you if you have someone that you know that is a hitman, mm. and they're like, yeah, you know, it's it's really hard to kill people. <laughs> you're like holding hands, like, I know, man, I know, it's a hard decision. You'd be like, well, yeah, like you know, it's it, it's not like you have to like bash them over the head, so to speak, like just berate them and and insult them, but. You know, you, you, you got to wake them up to that, the consequences and up to themselves, to the, to the child, just everything. And sh- do your best to show them that it's completely not worth it. And it is, at the end of the day, completely unacceptable. I mean, make us, uh, I don't know if make a stand, but I, I don't know. I don't think there are plenty of people that will support someone already. To have the right to have an abortion. Yeah. I don't think there's they no need... lack of yeah. voices and uh, people saying that that's and, right. And, and the truth, yeah. the truth is, on the other side as well. Like there are a lot of people that would say no, you know. And, mm-hmm. But it's just that if you personally know somebody, um, and I don't think you have to feel compelled to emotionally be supportive. Um. In that way, of unrepentant um, sin. Yeah, I mean, I guess the <clears throat> way to repent from that sin. Oh, one, the sin would have to have been committed already, but it's to not have abortions anymore. Um, yeah, that that's the situation. Is like this isn't a, this isn't a you know let's say a woman who's twenty two and she's being confronted with the gospel and she's like you know, oh man, what have I done? When I was nineteen, I you know, slept with my boyfriend and got pregnant and we both kind of panicked and I had an abortion, you know, and you would be there for that person and, and console them about like the, the sin that happened in the past. I mean, you don't have to use uncertain terms about it. Like you can um, definitely condemn the action and then talk about like, look, you know, God saved Paul and David and Moses, like all murderers, all, you know, people who had taken lives under various sets of circumstances. And so like, even this offense from your past is something that, you know, is, is, it's not something that God's grace can't overcome. Um, so I, I would chalk that, uh, action up as like categorically different than here's a person who's not yet committed murder. And to make the choice of, I'm going to, um, comfort this person so they don't feel as uh again i don't want to be unfair to the argument like i want to i want to try and steel man this as much as as possible like they don't feel as helpless and they don't feel as abandoned 
um it's like well i mean what about the kid like the kid is about to get the equivalent of, of like its throat slit and it's like I, I wouldn't hold the hand of a mother of a one-year-old while she slit her baby's throat because like she was having a hard time cope with the fact that this baby let's say like this baby was the product of rape and so every time she looked at this baby's face you know it um it reminded her of of her rapist so like that i i don't think it would be morally beneficial to try to just soothe that decision mm. yeah um there is no escape David's trying to get out of the shed. Because he got a phone call. Sorry. Oh, he has such trouble getting out of the shed. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I, I was, when you, when you and I left that conversation, um, uh, I have, I was going to chalk it up to different parts of the body. Um, I, I, you use that phrase before, but I don't know what it means like different parts of the body uh hand you're you're a hand versus i'm a foot kind of thing like we're um, different parts of the oh, oh the, the body, body of christ, christ. yeah, okay. yeah body of and christ. so a hand would have this response whereas a foot would have this response. <clears throat> yeah um i would not i think chalk it up like I, yeah i was gonna say i think hearing you explaining it i think you and i have a very different uh <clears throat> thought process of what that would look like because um yeah, I'm I'm solidly in the camp of like, hey, what what's about to happen is a is a terrible and tragic thing. It's a um, it's, it's a it's sin. A death. So yeah. I could say yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Sin. I would say I would say it's a sin. I would say it's a a, a, a murder or, or a death of an of an individual. Um, I think you said on the podcast, two people go in, one person comes out, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't shy away from any of that. Um, what I what I do see it as. Um, I see it as a different ministry opportunity. Um, and, 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 and I hate to say that because it almost sounds like I see it as an opportunity and nothing else. Um, and, and that's far from true. I mean, I, I see this as a, as a person who's potentially suffering. I see it as a person who's about to make a, a terrible and, and heavy decision. Um, but from hearing um, the way you and Eric describe it, it very much sounds like uh, the interpretation of, of the actions that I would um, advocate for would be... Um, you know, endorsing the action versus accepting the action. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, Eric said something like, oh, there's plenty of people advocating for the abortion. And, you know, you then said there are plenty of people advocating against it. Um, I don't think it's a matter of quantity or anything like that. I think it's a matter of the, the, the motivation and the quality of people advocating for or against. Um, well, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if this is just a timing issue. Because I, I, I don't think we would disagree that there is an opportunity to minister to someone who's already given, or already... Yeah, no, sorry, keep going. Uh, so, no, I was thinking, like, um, I don't, I think, I guess then it really is just, this, it seems inappropriate then to be in the room and consult, I don't understand, it's, it, the whole picture seems so contradictory. Yeah, um... Like, what is another, maybe what's a different sin that someone would be committing? And it's like, I, I, I definitely want to call it sin, but like, I want to almost use a harsher term because it's like, you're talking about caring for the individual and loving the individual and being present with the individual. And it's like, okay, well, what about the one who's about to be scrambled yeah. and like killed? Yeah, like I get that individual's soul and matters. I have, I have no control 
short of like murdering the technician myself you know like like there's everything is out of my power and control to stop that process but nothing is out of my control to sit down and say i sympathize i understand your thought process and you are not uh like i i will love you anyway and i think i think that's a reflection of christ what do you mean by love uh I, I think I fear that Christians are often caricatured as you're doing something bad. I'm telling you it's a sin. You're doing it anyway. You are a bad person. That is, that's what's that's the ink is dry on that now. You are a bad person. You are a sinner, and and then and that creates that perception creates this chasm <clears throat> between. And, and and then it it, cre- it creates an unapproachableness between, between believers and non-believers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that there's just naturally a chasm between God and human. Like, yeah, humanity hates God. Yeah, like all we can do, unless God does a regenerative work in us, is hate and rage against God, and the the prospect that like I can I can make God seem more. Uh, like a nice guy, and no, if it's... I make him seem more nice, then maybe more people will, you know, uh, be on his side. Like a poor, poor God up there. Like man, he really needs me looking out like and being his image uh, consultant. Like no, it's that... not, it's not a matter of being an image. It's it's a matter of being Christ like. Like, and I know what you're about to say. Like, oh, so you would so Christ sat by and and comforted people as they committed murder and stuff. Like, and I know that that's where the argument's about to go, because I feel like you've, like, you made that argument prior, but I, I would say, like, man, like, like, yeah, I, I fully agree with you that, like, man hates God, and that chasm exists, but the bridge came into the form of man to, to, to I mean, to bridge that chasm, and we are to reflect that, and to sit there and just be like, well, uh you are a sinner and the actions you take are going to be contrary to God and uh, you can only work towards better. Um, I, I feel like that, I feel like I, saying that does... You can only work towards better? You can only... Uh, you yeah, can... Approving your... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, try yeah. to try to steal man my argument. Like, because obviously I'm not saying, well, like, tough uh, luck. You're, uh, like, you're, but, you're obviously one of the bad guys now. But, like, I'm do, I'm, I really am trying to do my best to steal man your argument and to... To not use words that would, um, like, I, you never want to assume that your opponent in a debate is, like, just ignorant or dumb. Right. You know? Um, the, the love and compassion of picketing ends the moment someone feels unloved or judged or uncared for. And the moment they go through that door, the opportunity to minister ends. Mm. The mm. And what I'm saying is, if you are seated with the person, and, and I'm not saying sitting there going, hey, it's hard, it's okay, but saying, it's hard, and it sucks for you, and I'm in pain as well, not to put the spotlight on me, but to suffer with you, and to, and to show you that I love you, and I care for you, and I'm here for you through and during your suffering... And that to keep that connection and that channel and that 
option available, I think does more than to stand outside and say, I'll take your kid. Okay, bye. Or, 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 or to have a sign that's like, even when, okay, let's say after your sign says like, you're still loved or God loves you. Um, sure. Like, but where were you when that person, like, like from the perspective of the person getting sure. But where were you when I needed you? I was like, warning you. I, I, man, just, I feel like that just falls wait, just, under fear. Oh, so okay. let me, uh, just real quick, um, because you talked about being Christ-like, um, do you believe that, like, reproof or rebuking has a part in that as well? You know, like how it says in Hebrews, he, re he rebukes the ones he loves, or in Revelation, I rebuke the ones I love, right? He's correcting them. Yeah, and, and absolutely, and that's okay. why I'm, that's, that's why... I opened it up saying, I feel like this is a different parts of the body situation. Right. So you feel because like your role, like I, our, our, we're doing the rebuking, right? Yeah. And, I, I, it, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, like you are more comfortable, more equipped, more however, and I'm not trying to, I'm going to, I'm going to say this and, and I hope it's not taking offense. I feel like I'm more compassionate yeah. to the person suffering through that situation saying like, I'm. Who's I'm, suffering in that situation? Because there's two people suffering. Yeah, absolutely. And I can only influence one person's suffering in that no. situation. I can't... If if the decision is made, no amount of picketing is going to change that, I feel. and Versus like... Well, then there's a difference between influence and control. Like, you can say I can't control that person's decision. Sure, I can't control that. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll say that. So, like, I can't control that person's decision, but I can control my action. And, and I, I understand, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing against like, oh, you know, like someone's dying in that situation. I think what I would probably argue is two people are dying in that situation. In... And in, in the, in the case of an abortion, that there's a, there's a physical death. Absolutely. But I would argue that like abortion is not this thing of like pregnant, guess I'm scrambling it, you know, that it's a much harder and painful situation well, and i'm not saying that not, that's how not it, always yeah, sometimes not always, not always. yeah, yeah. yeah but, and yeah. and so what i'm saying is like and that's why i would chalk it up to being like i'm one who like i am steeled uh when it comes to death and dying and like it i'm like hey that it is what it is but like i'm more focused and concerned at like what what does what does the sufferer need and I cannot control the fact or change the fact that there are two people going into that room and one person coming out. But I can control the fact that I can be there to aid in the suffering of one person. And and I I think that does more to show or or I think that does differently to show the love of Christ than I, 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 to try to save the life. Differently. But then to try to save a person's life, like to advocate but, that, hey, don't murder this child. Like, I I will adopt or I will help you set up, like, adoption for this child. Like, the, the idea of is, saying, the idea of saying that it's it's more loving, like, to try to hold someone's hand and make them feel comfortable through something that's not just sinful, but, like, you're about to kill an image bearer of God. And you say like, oh, well, I mean, 
their mind's already made up, so, like, what good is it going to do to, to tell them that what they're about to do is sinful? It's like, we're not called to, to, we're not called only to say that sinful things are sinful when we feel like it'll have the, uh, the effect of ceasing the sin. Like, John the Baptist preached that Herod's brother, or Herod was committing adultery. He wasn't like, well, I feel like, you know, maybe, this surely won't fall on deaf ears. Like, Herod has such a great track record of listening to homeless Jewish preachers. Like, I should, you know, go talk to him and say, well, he's done the damage already. No, it's like, look, the thing is sin. Like, you, it is it is the place of the church to call sin exceedingly sinful. Not for the purpose merely of trying to cease it from happening, but to identify what the heart of Christ is through all of this stuff. And and the heart of Christ is not is not more but, but I, I don't want to put like words in Christ's mouth so I'll be careful how I say this but it's like God is not going to be upset that boy you sure came off like a meanie there it's like well what I'm doing is trying to advocate for <laughs> the uh the the preciousness the dignity of the life of every image bearer I don't I think I think you're seeing it as a divorced subject though like like, oh, if you're in that room, you're not doing, you're not, like, you have no care for the abortion that's about to occur. And, like, the, like that's not, like, I'm telling you, like, dude, like, like quite frankly, like, I, I got go, questions, go for it. I got questions to something, like, you, you mentioned, and I was like, okay, um, if you, so you said when someone is in, like, pain, and, you know, when they went through that suffering you would say and like you you said it is like that when that door closes it's almost impossible to like minister to them or it is impossible to minister like you said something like uh, yeah, something yeah like that i was like, just looking that, that. that i i was saying that um the ministry of uh don't do it you're sinning picketing an abortion clinic ends the moment the person walks through the door like so like you're not you you your reach has ended right um, until I guess they walk back out the door, right. um, and then when they get in their car or whatever, you right. know. So um, I get I couldn't I think I'm just kind of like translating your words incorrectly. Uh, so could you, in the same perspective, could you say like there was um, an atheist? Mm -hmm. uh, wife died. He's like, okay, well my wife did, my children are dead. I'm an atheist. Blah blah. Do you think? It's no like impossible to, like I'm 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 trying to understand like when you mean like when someone's going through so much grief and they choose to do this like I'm committed to this now, you're saying it's like impossible, like it's no point to minister to that person. Instead, of ministering to the person, you're saying like let me help you with this grief, because if if that is what you're saying, then like that's not what Jesus did at all. No, no. What what I'm saying is like like the reach of the person who's picketing right i you can i mean you can minister when you're not in front of somebody but um you know holding a sign saying jesus loves you i'll take your baby i'll adopt whatever the moment they go through that door your message ends is there mm -hmm. any so in um, this situation where you're holding this person's hand like is there any conversation about like what you're about to do is is a oh, sin against God. Absolutely. I mean, I would say like there's a time and a place, 
Like I would so like then, it, like as like, the procedure I'm, is like in the middle I'm of the procedure, I would be like, hey, this is a sin. What just is, so you know, reminder. What, what is well, another sin that you would rather hold someone's hand so that they feel more comfortable committing it than to warn them of the gravity of what they're I about just, to do? I think, man. Like, okay, well, I just want to. Um, in your mind, it's not trying to comfort them to, to, to make them feel better about committing the act, right? It, it's 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 shouldering the burden it's it's hey this sucks you're in I'm not, I'm not talking about physical pain i'm talking about like the emotional pain the damage okay. that this is doing and, and, and just to help us out what do you think like explain the emotional pain like in your mind what that's all about and why that's what's causing that i i mean i i think it's i I, it I, I wouldn't i wouldn't say it's universal I think yeah, yeah. I, but, you know, I, but in this particular scenario, like that's what what's, well, what's really being talked I don't, about. I don't want to just paint this as like a one very specific scenario yeah. to fit my argument. But what? But I think I would like I would say like abortions are physically painful. Okay. I would say they're emotionally painful, and this is kind of what you want to get to is the emotion. I think there's, um, yeah, absolutely. I think there's guilt. I think there's uncertainty, and uh, I mean maybe you wrap that up into guilt. I, I think you can probably unfold guilt more um uh but there's uncertainty there's trauma uh you know there's um you know i i, I don't i would argue that many people who do get an abortion uh would are would probably be of the camp of like hey what i'm doing is wrong in some sense whether that be murder or uh it just it doesn't feel right to do that kind of thing um, a, uh, hang on. So like, and I'm just for clarification, most people who have an abortion believe that having the abortion is wrong. I, I would, I would, I don't think people go into abortions lighthearted about it. Generally speaking, yeah. generally speaking, I think yeah. most people don't go into an abortion like it's an everyday, like right. no big deal kind of thing. Right. Yeah. But, um, if of course that does happen, I got so I think a, a question for you is so there's two things I want to say. One is a question, one is a statement. So the question is, is this so you're talking about the emotional thing of like what the lady is going to have an abortion? Mm -hmm. Uh, so, <clears throat> um, like I think last podcast we talked, like they asked me, uh, David, would you feel any guilt, uh, you know, if I was just the guy who stamped things for like to send weapons to the Germans? Mm -hmm. How how would what, how, what would you like? What I want to know is how would you feel and what are your thought processes of holding, of being there for the lady? So, like, what what are you thinking? Like, what do you think? Like, would it come to your mind? Like. Wait a minute. I'm like, so the way I'm going with this is I like so um, this like me and my friend Ethan. We have talked about this a lot. We, we both have the same mentality on two things. Um, there's two things that were like in my relationship with anybody. It would family would be more easier, but like especially friendship is cheating mm -hmm. and abortion. Like if you do either of those two things, like our relationship is done. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, like, I cannot be, I just won't be able to be, have a relationship with that person. Mm. And my friend, Interesting. Ethan, said that, <clears throat> not even if someone's, who has the abortion, but he, he said this, it's like, someone that 
uh, supports, like is there, like hoping that person make the decision. Not like, like there's millions of people say, like, oh, I'm for abortion. But it's like, that's it, like, oh, I'm for like people owning guns, but then someone kills someone with a gun. Like, no, that's not on me. Like, he does, that's not what he means. He means like someone who was there. Yeah. So with you being there, but giving does, them... Does that extend, I'm just curious, to people who have had abortions in the past and like are repentant of them? Oh, I don't know. We 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 just mainly discuss like that. Okay. I think that would okay. I think for me that would be different. Like I okay. mean, they repented and stuff. Um, but um, so I'm asking you, Miguel, is that what 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 would you be thinking? Like, would you be thinking like, would you ever think like, man, like, what am I doing? Like this this is not right. Or would you be thinking like, I'm actually like hoping this person. Yeah. So so you were out of the room when I said it, and I said. I would be accepting, not endorsing the action. So I'm not sitting here going like, hey, let's find a way to make this abortion happen. Right. Let's find a way to make you feel good about this abortion. Um, because the fact of the matter is, it's, I don't think it's a good thing. Right. But what I do think is I see someone who is in pain and in suffering and scared and hurting. Or, or it, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> well, sh sure. I, sure. I, but I, well, but, I but get, like, I but like the thing is, like, I cannot bar the door to the clinic, nor will I be a radical right. individual and commit murders or bomb the clinic to stop it from happening. Right. So right. I, my so I see these I see I see like I said, like I see it. And I'm not saying like I'm not saying I'm indifferent to that. What? I'm not saying like I'm just like whatever. But what I'm saying is I can I can control I can control my actions and my actions can directly influence at least and I would argue to a greater extent one person than picketing outside right, All right so okay I want to make sure that I'm, I'm not saying that uh, Miguel like oh you're for abortion like you 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 think no, it should happen no, I, I want to make that very clear that I'm not saying that you're doing that but I'm asking also another thing is like would you do that with any other sin? Would you? Yeah, do I, that? I had asked that would, question. Is I'm okay. trying to think like, of another sin that I would hold someone's so, hand so that they feel more comfortable right. committing that sin so rather Eric, than try to Eric dissuade is committing them from adultery. The sin. I'm like Eric. I'm here. Like it's really like, hard for you to cheat on your wife right now. Yeah. So like, I, I, I just I'm just gonna hold your hand. <laughs> yeah. I I I think I think that looks different. So in, in let's say in a scenario where Eric is married and committing adultery, I wouldn't just be like, shame on you, Eric, shame on you, what? every time Eric walks past me. I wouldn't just ostracize him. What? I'd be like, hey, man, like... Which is obviously not, you know, the situation that we're presenting it's, either. It's so not... Like, it's, you got steel man at me. It, okay, it's, you're not ostracizing the person, but you're also like, man, as open of a door as you think you're presenting, you're not. So I think, um, <laughs> if, I, if, if I may... Miguel, what he's trying to say is, I think ultimately, is that picketing and I think it's ineffective. Is, is not enough. Yeah. It's not enough, which um, I would agree. Yeah. Um, so this is why I was saying I think it might be a bit of a timing and application issue because I think it is, um, uh, what would you say, inappropriate to be in the room while the, the uh, abortion is happening. And um, you got to let pain and suffering do its work you're 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 going there way prematurely 
and you're not allowing it. What's what's the passage that says like godly shame produces repentance? I'll take your word for it. Mm -hmm. I I don't, nothing's come, but that's nothing obviously against Mm -hmm. what scripture says. Like you have to let that drive someone to the Lord and then maybe come in and minister to them. Because if you're there already while they're going through this, like, so the reason I want to know what you're thinking behind the emotional distress is like, if there is guilt, that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. And if it's like, Oh man, I'm I'm kind of uncertain what life is going to be like after this. Well, again, that could be a really good thing because then that drives you to Cleveland to the Lord. Uh, but if you're if you are there, so this is like when we put another sin in place of abortion, we talk about doing something like that. I know it's not going to be a like for like, but in some way, you know, if I have a friend who's been committing adultery, it's like, I mean, I wouldn't just cut off ties mm. but i'd be like like what you're doing you know don't be deceived it, it's not this is not the kind of behavior or the, the action of a person that inherits the kingdom of heaven and you know i have to stand my ground on that and not give any uh you know any leeway so that they understand somehow maybe i can be for them a physical beacon of where the right side is on the line you know what i mean um so that that's the thing but if i'm already rushing to comfort and already you know it's like being in that room there needs to be some reverence for what's going on so you know what i'm saying like if there's a if there's an execute which is what is happening an execution i wouldn't call it execution because it's like that's you execute murderers okay like uh it's well, a not, murder not yeah. always you can execute innocent people yeah know. i'm with oh, like a mafia that. <laughs> the boss, like you know, I'm I'm sure yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I wouldn't. Let's just say like it's a murder. Exec- yeah, okay, yeah. Sure. Um, like the the JFK execution. <laughs> oh wait, that's an assassin. Um, uh, so uh, there needs to be some reverence there, and be like showing them physically. I can't go with you. This you've gone too far, and I think it's a good thing. Be alone in that room. Realize that no one is going with you because that isolation is only going to become more real when you come before mm. God without any repentance. You will have been isolated. You know what I mean? Mm. So there has to be some tough love. There has yeah. to be. And you're not allowing that to take place. I'm not saying that picketing, maybe this will help you out here. I'm not even saying that picketing and um, being at the abortion clinic and holding up signs is even what we should be doing. I think that maybe we could somehow reach people in the before and the after, you so- know? So not not to say that it's necessarily wrong or whatever, but I'm t- I I would agree with you. It's maybe not the most effective thing, but I would also agree that your uh, what you've described is also really not effective. I, I don't think that anybody is. Why why would you turn to certainly the Lord? not effective at preventing the murder? Yeah, I, which which to what Miguel I think is trying to say is like we cannot stop sin. We can't. There will always be a murder. Mm-hmm. There will always be abortions. There's always has been, but how do we minister in such a way that the, that God is um, not only reflected but honored, and the church is doing what she's called to do? There's um, there's a really good uh, example. It's not super related to this, but kind of talking about what you said about you know being too quick to kind of speak words of comfort instead of allowing someone to kind of have to wrestle with that the turmoil that that sin will produce. Um, Paul Washer was talking about how he preached a revival and um, 
it's like somebody was he was talking about sin and somebody just started you know weeping and then he gave the invitation whatever and and the guy like came down the aisle and he's like weeping over his sin and like all this stuff and apparently a lot of people in the church knew what this guy had done i don't know the nature of it and that there was some person who was like going to go up and like to try to sue them and paul washer was like not yet you know like you need to allow the holy spirit to do the work of breaking this person's heart Hmm. you know and um and that is that is a ministry you know that the that the holy spirit um pursues is causing people to see their sin as exceedingly sinful um and so yeah i'd say that definitely to 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 say that it's more in alignment with the heart of christ or with the you know the ministry of the church um to soothe someone's anxiety over the sin that they're in the middle of committing rather than to try to talk to them and to dissuade them from that sin it's like it it's not it doesn't show up that way in scripture or in the church historically or so I got, you know. so i just want to address um something that eric was saying like so to to be clear like i don't i don't think that like I as a as a man should necessarily be present in that room like okay. um you know like uh would I be willing to yes do I think it would be the most appropriate call mm, I think like there, like it would have to be a very specific case um but I think now, let's say this is your like cousin or niece or something that's gonna have the abortion okay yeah um better um but I I think uh. I, I, I agree that there needs to be a, a um, I agree that there needs to be, uh, that, that pain is, is, I don't know if I want to say essential, but pain can be, um, powerful, um, and it can be convicting, um, so I, I don't want to take away from that argument because I fully agree with it, um, now, um, what I'm saying though is like like in the tra- in the example of Travis that you gave, um, like these are people that are convicted and broken over their sin. These are people like like it sounds a, like in in and I tend to believe many of the people who many of the women who are getting abortions are non believers. Um and so to leave a non believer broken in their sin um, while that can be powerful and an opportunity for transformation, I also believe that having a relationship with somebody, uh, and, and like it being known, like, and, and I think this kind of ties into your, um, point about timing, you know, cause, cause my, my, in, I guess my scenario when it was conjured up, it was not a, you know, someone's walking in, hey, you need an abortion, buddy? You know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, it was, it's a, hey, I, I know somebody, and they're doing, they're going through this. I know they're not a believer. They know I'm a believer. Or this is an opportunity to make it very clearly known that I'm a believer. Um, I'm going to love them. Um, and I'm going to, the, the support of not being like, okay, go through the door. You can do it. 
but of a, hey, I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to struggle through this with you. I think that uh, is reflective is, is more is more reflective um of of the love of christ yeah like like when we were when we were dead in our sins christ took the form of man to come down and live in this broken world and to and to experience the pain of man and to die you know like and, and here we are being like, oh, they're, they're doing bad things. Like, ugh, they should suffer. And that's like, and what you're saying, Miguel, it's is not, is not like, just be aware of the fact, be aware of how, uh, and it might be intentional, it might not, but like, be aware of how poorly you're representing the argument. You, you, of... you both just said it yourselves. Ooh, like, yeah, like, like, well, like, you okay. both said it yourselves. Like, like, yeah. hey, they need to be, they need to experience and they need to be broken. I'm like, like, sure. Yeah. Like. And look at the Jews who thought they were uh, the chosen people and were far from God. And God took the form of man and came down and paid the cost and suffered with us and and suffered, I mean, through the experiences and suffered with us to 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 bridge that gap. And what I'm saying is like, man, like if if someone's doing like. I'm, I don't want to, I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, I want to make the decision easy for them. What I'm saying is I want to sh show them like, hey, you are not unloved. You are not pushed away because of this decision you make. Like, I disagree with this decision. I think it is the wrong decision. I think it is a painful decision. I want to show you that this decision weighs on me heavily, even though to the person getting the abortion, it may seem like it has no um, impact upon my life. And I want to show that it is not because I'm a good person, but it's because I am showing, I, I'm trying to reflect the love that you, like, like, you are a murderer. And I am choosing to love you. I'm trying to show the love of Christ through that. Uh, so I just yeah. two. I, Miguel, my question for you is two questions. Like two questions, <laughs> maybe two questions. Right, so um, <laughs> let's start it. You said, and tell me if I'm wrong, but you said you feel like it'd be more uh, godly if you were doing what you think is right. Is supporting, or just not maybe not supporting, just like being there for that person. Uh, or more like it, it would more be more loving. reflective of, of Christ. Christ. It would be more reflective of Christ's love. Okay. Um, to... but but I would uh, but I would I'm also happy to concede that this is uh, a a parts of the body issue where it's hey like some people are more equipped to uh you know shoulder and suffer through where versus others that are better teachers right um so I, I mean i'm happy to concede that but let's keep going all right so my my problem with that is that um again like uh everything with christ um like we should be it's like if, if anything we need to know we should go to the bible mm -hmm. bible it's amazing so with the bible uh, actually no, let's say we use the bible or any 
teachings in the past. Sure. Where in the Bible or in the teachings does it show like how 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 would the, is that more exactly is, is that something would you think Jesus would do? Because being a Christian is like being like a little Christ. It's being like Christ. Um so and I I'm not saying like I'm perfect or like I I'm doing everything Jesus would do. No. But I'm saying is that like where in the Bible or any past teachings in if anything, does it show that that is being more Christ like? Because I'm that suffering through suffering with someone else's pain. Right. Because so I, I, the reason I'm asking this is because like again, I kind of want to see scripture. I guess, yeah. You know? Um, Jesus wept. Like, okay. like he goes to he goes no like and this isn't like this isn't the sin of somebody else but like like Jesus could have shown up and just been like <laughs> done next you know but instead he shows up he suffers with the people and then he raises Lazarus. You know, and I think that, I, you know, I think that may answer the question. I think Travis maybe took offense to that answer. To what? To to my reference, because you kind of scoffed at it. No, but see, like, my question is, like, again, Travis and Eric, tell me if I'm wrong, but is there anywhere in the Bible where God or Jesus is going with someone that is suffering and still, like, I'm not saying that you all like endorse still... like, like I'm not saying you're still endorsing the abortion, but saying like, hey, like what you're doing is okay. Yeah, I like I, I just, this isn't like it's I not just... a case of Jesus merely like he's going to be alongside of someone who is suffering. Like we're talking about a sin. Like we're yeah. talking about people who are about to pursue sin. So like even when we had um paused, we paused for a moment, you know, um to kind of reset the, the timer on here but Miguel you had brought up like prison ministries and he said like well what are prison ministries if not you know people who are going to uh, abide and preach the gospel next to people who are unrepentant <clears throat> of their sin yeah and it's like potentially so. do, do you think that you can like predict what my answer to that would be because I feel like it's pretty on its face obvious how I would say that that's a different situation than you know, uh, holding the hand of someone who's sins occurred, about which is to sin about to occur. Yeah, um, that's part of it. Yeah, uh, I, I would, I would say you'd probably lean back on you would say obedience, um, and but I would say yeah, the main, the main argument would probably be sin has occurred versus sin that's about to have occurred. Okay. Mm. If to answer David's question, I think a perfect example of how God responds to sin, um, but it's 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 someone recognizing that they have sinned is with Isaiah where Isaiah realizes that he mm. is to be undone um, yeah. have unclean lips I'm just an unclean person I have yeah. fallen short of the standard that, and so what happens next uh, so God doesn't berate um, Isaiah but he doesn't also comfort him also you know be like you know don't it's okay or so. he doesn't actually say a whole lot except to tell an angel to take a yeah, flaming God heart. cleanses his lips. Like yeah, he that's, that's the whole. Can actually do the surgery of regenerating the heart. And so, because there's a lot of things you're saying that I'm like, there's interesting places to take this because, one, let's be clear. Yes, Jesus suffered with people, but he 
first and foremost, took the form of man. Suffered for people. To suffer for them, to yeah. suffer in their place. Um, and it's not a, it wasn't just a, you know, obviously a physical suffering, but a, a, a spiritual one. Um, because that's ultimately the, the suffering that we have to face being apart from God because of our sins. So, so here's the thing. Um, if this uh, person who's going to have an abortion is suffering, and this is what I meant by let the suffering do its job, but if they're suffering because of the guilt, they realize it's wrong, or they have a sense that maybe this is wrong, I think your place isn't to stop that, but to, to foster that and to let it grow because that's what draws someone to repent. What made Isaiah say, woe unto me is the i the, the fact that the guilt and the recognition that it's reality it isn't just a feeling but like i really am way below god in in every sense of the word and there's a chasm there's a separation now and unless god does something which he did then so your place is not to be the one to necessarily cleanse the woman of her sins but you're not going to, this is why I said the picture seems so contradictory because you, I don't understand the ministry that you're talking about, you're doing. You could be a different part of the body, Miguel, but the body ought to be having the same mission. Otherwise, you're not part of the same body. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And my, my thing is with, with Isaiah, he knew of, I mean, I don't want to say of God because like, you know, everybody knows of God conceptually. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, like he was a believer, I, I mean, of the time. I understand um, what you're saying. He's in a community where God exists. Exactly. Yes. You I know? understand. Uh, and the body should be ministering to the lost. I and, we and, 100% and, agree. And, I, and, and well, I'm saying that in to reinforce what you just said of like, hey, yeah. what should the body be doing? And I would, someone who's having an abortion is a lost person. Yes. Yeah. I mean, period. There are no more, um, I mean, I would say this, I don't know if Travis would agree, but I, what is that? It's a uh, it's June just bug. Like a fly. Oh, okay, okay. It's just a June bug. Yeah. It sounds like raptor. Yeah. It's a July, man. Get out of here. <laughs> it's a July bug. But uh, oh, what was I saying? Uh, what were you saying? That the, the 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 woman getting an abortion is a lost person, and the the the, the purpose of the body is to minister to the lost. Well, yeah. not solely, but yes. A purpose, yeah. A, yeah. Um. So, but were you speaking, or was I speaking? You were speaking. You, what was I just saying? Uh, you were responding to what I literally just said. That right there? Yeah. Well, now I don't. Uh, possibly about Isaiah, community, believers. Right. Well, so I don't know what I was trying to get at, but I, I think back to what to go in there, it's like um, whether they have that, because maybe this person came from a Christian home. We don't, we don't know. Right. I mean, but just in general terms there's a person who's feeling kind of guilt it's like what do you think is going to drive them to get to know god and it is this idea that they've done something wrong i it I, it, it, it will be i, I mean it, i i'm not saying though that that the 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 the, the task should be that to tell them they haven't done anything wrong what i'm saying is to be there i i believe that realization will come for most people that they've done something wrong but what i but, oh, I what I was gonna say. I remember. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Okay, sure. Really <laughs> um, I don't know if Travis is gonna agree, but um, I don't believe that because the person, the person, the person com uh, has an abortion that 
if they're already lost, that they're all of a sudden more condemned. No, like I, I agree. You're condemned or you're not condemned. So yeah. mm. I was just saying that. I don't know. If... Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like a, a, a lost person is a lost person, whether they've committed adultery or whether they've committed murder or, or, or lusted after another. Um, and, and that's honestly like kind of my point. Like, like we don't look at someone who told a lie and are like, don't lie. And nothing else. Like, we still have relation with relationship with them. So told still, past tense. Yeah. Or is telling a lie. I mean, like, I mean, I guess some you places don't? ostracize. Like, if, if yeah, someone I have, is I have an telling a lie. A, who is a notorious liar. Okay, but if someone's in the middle of telling a lie, you don't tell them not to tell a lie. Yeah, I, I call them out on it. But I also don't just, like... Why would you call them out on it? That's going to make them uncomfortable. Okay, but there's a difference between sinning and suffering and and not that they are divorced from each other but someone who is like someone who uh someone who something someone who was speeding and got in a car accident and is in the hospital they broke the law they should not be breaking the law they sinned uh and they are suffering and in pain should we not go to them and be like hey man like i'm 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 here for you i'm sorry what did they do yeah, past tense. Past spent. tense. Okay. Yeah, uh, well, but maybe uh, they haven't repented of it. Or, or, or have you ever been in the ve- in a vehicle where someone is speeding, speeding, and not said anything? Like, but, uh, again, like I, I feel like we're, I feel like what ends up happening is we take these, these, like hot issues like gay marriage and abortion, and and we do what happens so what Christians are so often caricatured as doing of being like, ooh. That's a real bad one. And so, like, we're going to, like, we're going to fight vehemently against it. But then these little sins that we encounter every day, we're going to say, like, yeah, that's bad. People shouldn't do them. But, like, we're going to be more forgiving of it. And I'm just, like, and quite honestly, like, I'm frustrated by that. And I'm, like, and my, like, I feel like Driscoll in some aspects where I'm, like, how dare you? And not what? you, Travis, but, like, how dare us? How dare we, like... And that's why I I'm, I sit here and I advocate so strongly because like like sin is sin and a lost man is a lost man and like and I don't want to look at this and just be like oh it's abortion or oh it's gay marriage like those are like those are real bad and those are like flagship uh, arguments so like I'm going to fight as hard as I can against it I want to sit there and fight and show as much love and compassion as I would with many other sins and 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 not and and if i'm going to i don't want to say if i'm going to be dismissive of one i'm going to be dismissive of the other because like we shouldn't be dismissive of sin but at the same time like i don't want to lose sight of like these are people and and these are people that are loved and lost and i want to love them as well do you think it makes sense to treat uh the addressing of sins that result in murder as more urgent than like having a lying aunt uh yeah yeah they are they more urgent yes okay um i would if for kicks and giggles i really want to argue no on it but uh in good faith i would argue yes okay Just... um but man do i want to play devil's advocate real bad and argue no there's one there's <laughs> one thing Just... I what just, my devil's advocate is an interesting stance to take on that one. It would be interesting to see where that goes. But. I would. Well, I just it doesn't matter. Be like life is 
fleeting and it doesn't matter anyway because what ultimately matters is spiritual life and then i would end up in a whole argument roundabout that ultimately it's a bad argument but i would love to just devil's advocate it there's one thing like i don't think it still hasn't been answered sure um so i'll use me i say i'm, I'm gonna cheat on my wife you know i'm gonna cheat on my wife i'm about to commit a sin you know i'm about to commit a sin sure would you or would you not like try to not commit for me to commit that sin? Or you would you like confront confront me and say, "Hey, no, don't yeah. do that." Or would you be like, "Hey, man, I'm here and, for you." And like, let's I, let's I, play the empathy card of like, let's say that David's wife cheated on him. Okay, yeah. Or that or, or that, that she's she, a terrible person. Sure. Yeah, and it's like, look, hey, you know, David's not getting his sexual needs fulfilled at home, and so like, I, I, I would have a hard time condemning this person who is really just trying to respond to the god uh like built-in needs of of sex so <clears throat> instead of of you know confronting him about it like i think that really what the more loving thing for me to do would be to you know just kind of right. hold his so, hand so so, so the conversation is what you would do like the, that's, the that's conversation in this in the abortion example would happen of like Hey, you don't need to do this. Hey, this is a bad idea. Hey, like that—that's killing. Like, like that absolutely would occur. So, like, so you would tell them that it's murder. Yeah. Okay, but okay. then you would but, still. But, yeah, just like, just like. Same with me. So, like, just, just, just like me. if we were going to the uh, adultery example, where we, uh, your your wife's a horrible person right. and she doesn't provide for your sexual needs and she's committed. Right. So you adultery would tell me, like, David, you're doing this as a sin. It's a sin. Here's in the Bible, like, it's a sin. But you still be like. I'm like, but I would still see I'm you the next. You. But I would still see you the next day and say, "How are you doing? What is going oh, on?" Man. Afterward, ooh, but I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna be in the room being like, "David, what? don't do what? like that's just a that's a you do don't you, do you think? Hang on, do you think it's ooh, more heinous to be in the room of someone who's committing adultery than in the room holding the hand of a person who's committing murder? Uh, I don't know if I would say heinous. I'd just be like. Awkward. I, like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would absolutely say it's more awkward. Um, but like, awkward. I just, I don't like. Let me carefully evaluate what I'm about to say. And in fact, screw it. Whatever. Uh, who? I don't have a good reputation on this podcast anyway. Um, I, don't think I, do. I yes, abs. I would. I would say. Um, yeah, the, yeah, I wouldn't be in a room where someone's committing adultery um but also the, in the, closet. the the issue or, or the closet yeah um the the uh the the issue i shouldn't say the issue the i am the concern i am trying to address during an abortion is the suffering of the person, but not the, the infant person? Because I can't address that. Like, okay. like that's a, like I, I I'm sorry, Travis, it. but that is a, a, an absurd statement to make. Like, I am to address the suffering of the infant person in during the abortion. Like, that's an absurd statement. You can't address their suffering. What am I? Poke them in the belly button you can't and say advocate like, on I, behalf I, of that's a, so different. Like, I'm I don't understand. <sighs> I think what I think. I, what, hold on. Sorry. Hold on. I I I'm not trying to cut you off. No, no, no. I need to, re, to I need to rewind because I need to clear that that outburst because I'm frustrated because I 
I think that it's such a sh- poorly like poor like that is such a poor statement on the back of what I just said where I would I would advocate I would consult I would counsel to not have this abortion so now I'm in the moment where there's there's no soothing a fetus like I'm not reaching into the womb and like rubbing their head or anything like that. Like I'm not rubbing a belly and and soothing. There's no the fetus is not suffering going into the abortion clinic. The fetus is not suffering leading up to the procedure. The fetus is not suffering when the mother is in stirrups with her legs spread. But it will fe- suffer after though. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Death will occur and that death probably leads to suffering. I don't know enough about this procedure to say, or the development cycle of a fetus to say there's pain or there's... Right. But I'm, I'm going to give I, it to you. you. I'm going to give it to the I'm argument curious. that yes, this fetus is going to die and there's probably going to be suffering involved. I cannot do anything for that fetus in that moment. And to sit here and try to play on emotions of like, oh, but you're not... That's such an... I'm sorry. It's such an ignorant and bad statement that so many people. This is why people have such a bad view of Christians. This is Be- why. I, I I think this is one of them. I think this is one of them because, like, I'm sitting here talking about like the physical and emotional suffering of someone going through this entire process. And yes, I'm going to counsel them as you would. I am going to tell them not to do this as you would. I would emphasize that this is a sin as you would. But the difference is I will be doing the hard work of being in that room and trying to understand where that person is coming from and trying to suffer with that person and trying to love that person through that process and not just saying, it's sin, you shouldn't do it, you're a lost person, but you know what, afterwards, if you repent, I'm here for you. And I'm sitting there. Straw man. That's a great straw man, just like you did where you're sitting there going, oh, but you're not going to suffer for, you're not the suffering of the fetus. Because he's he's never said like he doesn't care about the fetus. I think what he's trying to address is a kind of suffering in which there really isn't anything that we can do for the fetus outside of trying to get them to stop. We, we can't. So if they go in there and they get the abortion done, like unless you want to run into the room, like he said, and beat up the doctor or <laughs> yeah, knock unconscious the woman who's there, then you, you can't do anything for the fetus. That's why it's so important though, that you get it right. And I think this is part of the discussion is that we get it right before that happens um and so i think really i get that the person can be suffering but i don't think it's unloving to say it's deserved because i mean at the end of the day all our suffering is deserved for our sin right you would say that yeah yeah okay so that's the great grace of christ having taken that burden upon him so it's it's not that um it's bad necessarily that this person is suffering. And that's what I'm trying to say is like, I don't think your ministry and I don't think the ministry for any part of the body is to prevent that suffering. It's to let the suffering do it so that you work it to good like like that's, God is doing. But that's but that's what I'm trying to say is like right. like my, my thing is not, not to make someone feel good at the end of the day. Right, right. And right. to walk away being like, Okay, it was a good decision for me to do this. Yeah. yeah. That's not the the goal is to say Hey, it's to kind the, of give them a, a reconciliation. This person is redemption. This person is in disagreement with me. This person is opposed to what I'm doing. This person, uh, from what I've experienced or what I think, would hate me. Um, I have a question. 
Uh, no, keep going. And and so to be there and saying like, hey, I, I disagree, but I, I love you because you are loved and you are valuable and you are making a terrible decision and a terrible mistake, but that does not end our relationship or and, and especially your relationship with Christ. And that is only made possible through the love of Christ that he has bestowed upon me. Or that he has sh shown upon me. You're gonna. You're so, saying I am. I am a vessel to show this kind of love. Yes. All right, but let me. Uh, um, let me ask you this. Uh, what would you? And this is something we talked about before, in the when it comes to adoptions and all this stuff and uh, theonomy and all this stuff, is the idea of being yoked. Mm -hmm. To an institution, you were saying. I, but, or it could or, be a person. Or a person. Yeah. So. I think this is also one of the things that go in, goes into this is like you're talking about having a relation and this is something that I've talked to many missionaries or mission-minded people about is this idea of friendship evangelism where you develop a, already a relationship and mm -hmm. that's a better means to then hopefully see a, a conversion but one I don't see that supported at all by any of the examples given to us by Paul or, or any of the evangelists or or the, the, the stories yeah. describing the evangelists taking place. It isn't so much a let's develop a friendship and then we'll talk. It's like, I'm going to declare this in public and if it affects people, uh, then those people then I will take care of. But you even have rejection of that and they just kind of wipe their feet and say, all right, well, your blood is on your own head. Um, what you don't see in, in the New Testament is this idea of joining ourselves to people who are, who are non-believers. We're joined to, to each other through Christ, right? He's <laughs> coming in the eyes. Yeah. So it's like, I would just say this uh, for myself. I see, and again, I think, I think it's just an application and a timing thing um, as far as uh, what you want. I don't think there's anything that you said you want to do for this person that I would be against. Is for me, it's a timing thing. Like, I'm not going to go through those doors with them. Because to me, this is a, a temple of demons, in a sense. You know, in the crazy way that Paul describes demons, and you know, mm -hmm. they're nothing, but they're also something. Um, this is demonic worship. This is anti-Christ. This is, so I will show reverence by not even wanting to set foot in it. Not because... It has some sort of weird twilight looking powers, you know, or, or whatever, you know, it's, it's not like there's a pentagram or anything like that, or I'll disintegrate it as soon as I step in. So it's just simply that this, the whole purpose of this place is against the very character of my God. And so I will not enter here. I will not even witness this. It is so grotesque and heinous that I will turn away as though it was refuge, you know, like just, just disgusting, disgusted at, and which is language that God describes the way he reacts to sin, you know, like this is sewage. Um, but there will be a moment, you know, especially if you desire to not just continue your relationship with, and I don't know, maybe, you know, that that's a question to, to ask, but I don't know if you think like, I know you talked about them being loved and, and this is going to be a bit of a difference and some nuance when it comes to how, I guess, Travis and I would view 
uh, God's relationship to non-believers than maybe the way you do. Okay, but um, I, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with you wanting to have this relationship continue because I'm not necessarily where, where David is, where it's like once you've sinned, you're cut off because it's like, well, hold on. If there is a chance for repentance, you better not be the stumbling block to that. There's a, and I think you would agree with that. Like right. there's also warnings against that. Um, so if there's a, a, an opportunity after the act is done and there is repentance, you know, if you start to see some sort of work going on in them, that's when you can minister. But if it's like, has the seeds have just been planted, you could drown the seeds and, and you yeah. could go against what God is trying to do because yeah, maybe it's not in God's plan to prevent the abortion ultimately, but, but, but to change the heart has to be guilt there has to be shame because you don't understand the gospel until you understand what jesus had to go through it's not and here's the thing it's not that just jesus became a man and suffered with us this was something i want to talk to you uh, not to you but um the pastors when we were talking about the those in the apostles creed was it yeah it was okay where they were talking about man how great is it that jesus became a man but it's like the whole purpose of it actually is not that jesus became a man that's that was a thing and that's done the whole purpose now is that we're going to become like God. And that means we're being conformed to his image. You said, talked about being Christ-like. And, and you know, to, to David's point, like, you're not going to see Christ behave that way. He's not going to, there, there will be, someone gets healed. And then Jesus, you know, when the crowd disappears, will go to them and be like, reveal that, that, you know, he did it. And that he's clearly the Messiah, but he will tell them, each one of them, go and sin no more. Right. But there has to be something that happened in order to to reach that place and sometimes people accept that idea and sometimes people reject it but that something has to happen but if you do it if you go into that place to me miguel it's like you're yoking you're, you're putting your relationship with them above your relationship with god and specifically I, like go and sin no more yeah and then what's the rest of that statement and it will be lest, well with you lest you just say it man, lest I, something worse well, Don't yes, in that specific, yeah. yeah, okay, okay. I think that's the Bethesda guy. Yeah, yeah. Where it's uh, like you something know, worse will happen to you. Yeah, the the consequences of unrepentant sin are, and and he wasn't even sinning; like he was just <laughs> he was trying to get his legs working. Yeah, but uh, he was like, "Look, if you continue in unrepentant sin, like something worse than being a crippled beggar is gonna yeah. become the reality in your life." And, and I don't think you're. I don't like again. I don't think we're necessarily against one another in the desire, which is to see people repent of sin, which is to ultimately see the end of abortion. Which all those things are going to happen, but it's it's just the application um, because and, and this is important when we talk about the body of Christ. It, ha it has to be on the same page. There's a big beef I have with just Christianity right now. It's like talk about being a body, but. It is the most dysfunctional, discombobulated, <laughs> paralytic it's, it's an body. of a body. The visible church. Yeah, visible church. <laughs> I'll get into that again. But, um, so yeah, so like we got to be on the same page here. Like, I don't mind that you're saying like, okay, uh, you go teach and I'll be there to comfort like a rod and a staff. Like, I, I get that. Like, there, there is. And I think that's, that's great. But um, there is... There are things that I think, like, there has to be a standard. There has to be, and it's not subjective or just whatever we feel like, or well, this is what I think because I'm a Calvinist. It's simply biblical standards. And it's like, really, like, th 
look at at um, you know the New Testament and see the standard presented, and you will you will not find that idea of you know let me go along with this person that I've been preaching the gospel to for about two months to a temple so that they may sacrifice to a demon and um, kind of see them in anguish because now I've, the I've relationship. yeah like. I presented them the scripture, so maybe there's something going on with their conscience. I, th I think there's a difference there, though. Like one is, one is worship, like like one like like. Uh, and I, 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 I can I, make an I, argument that this is also a form of worship. I think that's really uh, what's mind blowing about how scripture presents things. There, there is no, there is no spiritual neutrality. Yeah. There, there. So. David, you were going to say something. Um, one thing. I, I want to make like something very very uh, something mm -hmm. I want to make like really clear is that I hope uh, that you don't see like most Christians who be like well once you get an abortion like oh like boom you're no, done no I I, I <laughs> there don't, are a lot of Christians I, which would you even consider those Christians though I, I, that's and that's would you that's not the attitude <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm joking Eric I was yeah. just I was just joking. Okay, 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 okay. but. But someone who, you know, someone who grew up uh, in a culturally Christian or Catholic home who was not a Christian, uh, who I would say experienced a lot of life as not a Christian, right. who came to Christ and uh, had a Christian community, but also had a lot of experience outside of Christianity at a secular college who then went to work in a corporate workforce that was secular, you know, I would say I have a different worldview of Christians or, or of what, of what, of uh, Christians, you know, air well, quoted Christians, of, of what most people would view as Christians. Because I've worked with people that are, yeah, I'm Christian. Oh, cool. How was your date last night? She was awesome in bed. And it's like, oh, oh. Okay. you know, and, and, and that's why like, you know that you know i that's why i get f frustrated at times and and when i say like that you know that it's and and i apologize for snapping at you travis but like that's why it's like oh this is what gives yes like like yes I'm, I'm, i've experienced it like and i'm not trying to belittle uh your upbringing your experience but like man like i love you but like grew up in a fundamental home Fun, went to a, a, a Christian college, teaches at a Christian school. Like, like you're just surrounded by it, and that's beautiful, and that's awesome, and that's a blessing. But like, take it from the experience of someone who grew up not in it, who went to work not in it, who went to school not in it, who deals still to this day with non-Christians probably more than I do with Christians. Like, like when I'm when they find out, like, oh, you're you're a Christian. I'm like, yeah, I sure am, and they're like, oh, like you're like me and it's like no i'm not like you right. because there's something vastly different i would say it's the culture of christianity versus the heart of christianity do, do now, you do... think oh, that that i would say that it is a person's experience of christianity that decides what things wind up being holy and unholy no but i would say it is your experience that affects your perception of how you of how of of how these situations and scenarios that we're talking about are viewed you know and and not to like bring up 
past podcast to get stuck on that, but like I was having a conversation. Actually, I think that's good. Let's keep. It. I was having a conversation <laughs> with Amanda about like the adoption one. And I was like, yeah, like you know, like when we're talking about like parenting and stuff, you're like, oh, I'll kiss their boo boos and pick them up and carry. Them. And it's like, it's like, man, like I love you, but that's not what a parent is. Like that falls so short of the standard of parent. And so like I'm talking about parent, and you're talking about like yeah, parent, kiss boo boos, and, and and I know that's not all of what you're saying, but like. When I'm talking about parenting and, and like in that adoption podcast and you're like, yeah, like I would be there for them and I would, you know, and I'm like, like you're clocking in and clocking out. Okay. Then and say, like, say a substantial thing that parenting consists of and, oh, and I will man. tell you whether I would trust an atheist or a, you know, whatever type of person to raise a child that's under my care. I, I, I think for I, I think I think this is just going to reflect poorly on me, this answer, and I think it's probably uh, I'm sure it's a cop out, but like, you, you just gotta be you gotta be a parent, experience it, like, like do like, and and I'm talking to you as someone who like, I was excited to be a parent for, for when my first kid was when I was told about my first kid, and I'm I'm open about this story, uh, you know I was, I was super excited, I really wanted a girl, and like you're having a boy, and my relationship with that pregnancy ended like ended um like i still showed up to ultrasounds and all that stuff but like i was upset i was heartbroken i was no longer excited amanda would like buy cute like like just like my dad onesies and stuff and i was like cool yeah sure whatever you know like like it like i was so divorced from that and the moment the moment i saw my kid it changed and like that sounds like such a hallmark movie moment thing but like like the, like i can't put that into words i can't put that heart transformation into words of like of being like a father in that moment and so like like you're asking like oh like name one qualitative thing it's like it's like i'm not i'm not a parent for a paycheck I'm not saying like someone who's working on at a at a at a at a adoption agency is there for a paycheck, but like I'm not there for a paycheck. I'm not like like I can't quantify it, but like being a parent, I can't. It's just like there's no. It, it kills me and it refreshes me, and there are days that it's just death and drudgery and all these bad things but i would do those moments again and again and again and i would never and, 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 and like i just i can't you know I, I i can't and i i pray that one day you can experience it because i know you have the heart to be a parent um and the desire to be a parent and so and and coming back to this like the the whole reason i i say that's like there i think there are things that you have to experience and i think there are things that you have to have exposure and worldview to and you know like i i would truly argue that my world and exposure to to homosexuality or to sinful people is potentially and i i would i honestly i want to say more so is greater than from my life experience and and so like 
I sit here and I look at it, I'm like, man, like, I'm not saying, like, the, and my frustration comes in where I'm like, I'm, I'm not even trying to sit here and say, and I know, Eric, that you're, you're not, and I think this was part of my frustration with you, Travis, earlier, was like, I'm not saying you're wrong, but what I'm not saying is you're only right. And, and, and I, and I, I think that I do think that there are different parts of the body and, and, you know, like, I'm not saying like my answer is the universal answer. I do think that my answer of, of being present and loving someone, I think that opens the door to ministry. Like my heart, like I, I wasn't like, it, I wasn't in my college dorm room one day and like, oh my gosh, like I just sinned so big. It was me being in someone's dorm room and them saying like, hey, like, let's hang out, let's talk. And I'm hanging out and talking and I'm cursing like a sailor and and through like, hey, uh, I, I don't appreciate that language. Can you change it? Oh yeah, sorry, my bad. Like I'll, I'll try to be considerate and I'm continue cursing like, hey, can you... Yeah, I'm sorry. And they loved me through that and they invited me back and they opened themselves to that and through my continual sin. And they and they continued to share the gospel. They continued to try to correct me. They continued to love me despite my uh, at times disregarding of their sensitivity to sin. And that made that opened the door to to ministry that opened the door to conversion. And I'm not saying like that's the template, you know, everyone needs to do it. But what I'm saying is like, like we cannot just find these subjects and, and be like, we need to push ourselves as far away from them. But like, and even to like your point, Eric, like I would say like, yeah, like I wouldn't go to a temple and worship. Um, but I have no qualm with being present in a temple as someone else worships. I, 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 I think there's a distinction there in participation versus not. Um, you know, and, and if we're looking at, to circle back to spiritual neutrality, you know, like I think you, you were saying like, you know, you, you these are temples of, 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 of evil or, or of, of, of demons. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, dude, like, I, I, I'm not comfortable arguing on that. I, I'll give it to you. But then I would be like, but when we're driving down the road, do we see, you know, an adult film store and we're like, whoa, and we, and we turn away as you so depicted, or are we just like, huh, and keep driving, you know, or do we, you know, like, like there's so much that like well, the the equivalence there would be do do we enter into the adult store? We don't. Right, and and you know I, but I, and that the reason I referenced that was because when you were talking about like when when we're when we when we see when I see an abortion clinic, well I I won't even look at it. Uh, I, I'm misquoting you, but it no, was I understand. Well, along I, that vein. That's well, I'm talking what about that the was. the sin of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like I'm not gonna witness an abortion that's what i'm talking about um and i again we all we all fall short um but i, th I think we're i think even with the the adoption thing and here i think it's like just different values in a sense okay so like so to, to go to your conversion story right like i also didn't come up in brought up in a, in a christian home and right. I, was, 
uh, brought up Roman Catholic, and I had friends in high school who first introduced me to that. Yeah. And um, they'll even admit it, but like they, this is because, you know, as a teenager, I don't want to blame it just as being a teenager, but, you know, your introduction to Christianity, I would just say, probably wouldn't recommend it being through teenagers because. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> Anyways, they've uh, even came to, you know, apologize several times because they're like, you know, we weren't best examples or whatnot. And it's true. And there, in a sense, there was some legalism like, oh, you shouldn't drink, you shouldn't curse. But, you know, we're all talking about sexual and moral things or whatever. Mm -hmm. They recognize that later on as they matured. But, um, there was times where they were really hard on me. Like, re like it was just terrible. Right? And there were times where they even, like I said, compromised on their own faiths and joined me in laughing at things or doing things that we shouldn't be doing. Right? And yet, I still came to faith, and I gotta tell you that, and I told them this, like, it didn't, it doesn't matter. It didn't matter to me that they did or they didn't. I came to faith because I read the scriptures. Not because of how they were as friends, even if, let's say, I was like, you know what? Because I was almost at the point where I was like, you know, like, I, I, these guys are being such jerks. I'm just not going to be with, you know, be friends with them anymore. Even if that were to happen, if I had come to read the scriptures, the same thing would happen. It's not dependent on my relationship to anybody else. It's not. At least in my experience, Miguel, I would say that that's not how it happened. It wasn't because people took the time to be with me or, or, or whatever, because, you know, they, they were very patient in, in wanting to be friends, but uh, sometimes they compromised and weren't really good examples. So it didn't even matter. What mattered to me was who Jesus was, not who my friends were. And I so, said, explain that so, to them. So let me rewind my story a little bit more than that, because like, that's my conversion, but I, that's not when the seed was planted in me. Um, there was a guy and honestly, like for the past couple months, I've been, uh, distressed that I've forgotten his last name. Um, I worked with him. He was my high, uh, at my high school job. His name was Justin. Um, this dude, um, you know, was a believer uh, and, a, and a true and genuine one. Um, and like your friends, uh, you know, uh, you know, every now and then, oh, that girl is so hot, you know. Um, never, I would say to something that I'd be like, whoa, but like, I was just like, as a non-believer, I was like, this dude is different. Like, this dude is not what those holier-than-thou Christians are, you know, th this, this guy's different. He's just, and I would drive him home from work often and he lived in the boonies and so we had a long commute um and honestly i'd say that justin planted the seed because then when it time came in college when bryson and caleb um shout out to them uh were like hey you want to like hang out and talk and then i found out they were christians it was hey these guys are like justin they're not like you know uh, the, the, the kids that went to my school that, you know, like they were Christian, but not, you know, and that then led to, you know, Hey, like, you know, do you want to see the scripture? And that was where I was like, what? Yeah. Like, like, I want to understand why you're different. I want to understand what you're looking at 
that makes you different from those guys and makes you different from me like i don't get it and so like like ultimately like the yeah, bryson and caleb didn't say like hey stupid jesus and i went oh, you're right it was opening scripture and looking at it but it was the relationship of justin who planted the seed who i said hey like there is something different like these guys aren't bigots or these guys aren't holier than thou or these guys are willing to get in the mud and the trenches and have relationship and interact and it's not just something that's cultish or passed on from generation to generation you know and that's why i feel so strongly and passionately about like my answer is not the only answer but i don't think saying like hey like and, I, and again like I, i'm the I, I said it like i don't think that i would be the right person i don't think it would be my place to be in the room because i'm male and, and all this stuff but like if we made it into like a familial thing where you know like i was the individual that kind of uh was the most fitting and appropriate like i i would do that and i would do that not because I'm okay with this process. I'm not doing that because I want them to feel good and warm and fuzzy about their decision. I'm doing that because I love the individual. And I can still love the individual and mourn for the action that's occurring. And I can pray that my presence or my openness to suffer with somebody shows a reflection of Christ and makes someone more open you say, um, I don't think you've ever really explained what's, what that means, suffering with somebody. In that context, what, is, what does that mean? Um, it, it, <sighs> that I understand the thing that they're doing is hard and difficult and painful. That I understand that what they're doing does not define them. And, and, and when I say define them, I don't mean oh, it's okay, but what I mean is, like, you are not now forever this and nothing more, and you can never be in relationship with me or, more importantly, God. That the, the loss that they're experiencing is not just a loss for themselves, but it's a loss for those around them, myself included. Um, because like, like I said, like there's physical pain and like, man, like I'm physical pain sucks, but whatever, you know, and there's emotional pain and um, emotional pain is, I think what has echoes. And if, if in that emotional pain, we can present something for them to look at and go, but wait, there was, this hurts and that sucked and that was terrible. But there was that one person who shined a light in that. Maybe that's what I need to, who I need to talk to, or maybe that's what I need to find out about is that light because that light shouldn't be me in that moment. That light should not be, look how good Miguel was. It might be perceived that way at times, but the goal is for that to be interpreted as the light of Christ. Okay, but would you say as Christians that we have a struggle? Yeah. I think, okay. I think and we as. I, I, as Christians, as Christians, uh, define that because like, yes, but I think that that could be, I think you and I could understand that to be different. Right. Uh, a spiritual warfare. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. 
Um, so, I mean, because it, it seems like... Because uh, we, when we talked about the spiritual neutrality and you're like, you know, I, I would be with someone in, in a temple of a different faith, right? Even if they're praying, but I won't participate, right? Would you would you be in a mosque while your friend who's an imam is is preaching? You um, know, if he invited you. Uh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I know. I don't. Okay. I don't see a reason why I wouldn't. Well, because then how is how is this a struggle? <laughs> how is this actual warfare? Because if you're friends with your enemies, which I don't think you look at them as your enemies, I think you're looking at them as your friends, which they're not. And you have to understand that this is what we're talking about. No, there isn't a spiritual neutrality. You could be as best friends with someone, and if they die not believing, you will most of your life. I almost feel like I don't know if I can mention the show Invincible. Just say it. Yeah. Sure. Okay, but it's almost like that part where where uh, Omni Man. Not uh, spo spoilers, by yeah, the way. Yeah, actually, but anyways, I won't say it. But it's just like this will be a little blip in your life. Sure. Mm. You have all eternity. Sure. Your best friend, there's no guarantee you'll even remember him. You know, you're struggling right now to remember that guy who had a, a you know, profound effect on you, Justin. Sure. This best friend of yours. And it's like, yeah, you were best friends with this guy. So what? So what, Miguel? He went to hell. He's burning in all eternity. And you're here living, you know, the life, really, the true life and everything. What does it matter that you were best friends with him? What does it matter if you're, like, at the end of the day, what does it matter if you were a successful adoption agency? What does it matter if you were a good parent? What does any of that matter? It doesn't. Sure. And I think that's the perspective that I and Travis are taking. We're trying to go and see what, when it comes to eternity, actually matters. What matters, because this will have an effect on someone's eternity, um, or could, we're finite beings, so we perceive things differently than God, but we've been revealed, or it's been revealed to us, how God kind of perceives things. So I get this can be a little confusing, but what has been revealed is that there is such a thing as, you know, eternality. There, there is an eternal God, and that this life that we make such a big deal about is very little in comparison to the life that's going to be granted because we're going to be sons of God conformed to Jesus' image. If that's the whole thing, then that's what we're fighting for. Then it's like, okay, I cannot be best friends with my enemy. I have my love. My love towards them is to be an enemy, so that they realize, oh wait a minute, something else is going on here, and maybe they'll hate me, and maybe they'll still end up in hell. But isn't it better to be hated by the enemies of God than to be loved by them? What does that tell you? Sure. Um, I'm not, and I'm not saying that for you, but it's just like, this is why I don't like friendship evangelism. We are not friends. I, I, I'm trying to save your friendship life. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. Yeah. So, man, like, I... And I struggle with it. I totally, like, 100% struggle with it. You're right. I don't see them as enemies. I see them as loved and lost people. Loved by who? God. Okay, so God loves these people and, yes. and then still sends them to hell. Yes. Okay, so then what's your problem? Oh, wait, are they enemies of God? Uh, yes, but I would. But I again, I'm not. I'm not fighting to kill them. What? Right here. They. I'm fighting to kill sin. 
and the weapon and the weapon against sin is is i mean well there's you know the armor of god and all that but yeah, yeah. But, but you know short verse god mm-hmm. you know so like so to go back to your iman preaching example like i i would i would be present i wouldn't be sitting there going like yeah 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 like great point great point great point i get it i would be there to support a friend and show them like hey why I just told you about eternity and you're making a big deal about supporting my friend who's doing the thing that's going to send him to hell. That doesn't make, that's what I'm trying to say. Like you've already started on the wrong foot. Because I don't see that as a shut door. And that's, that's the difference. Like, like, like my presence there leaves the door open for us to have conversations and have spiritual conversations. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Like I, and again, that's where I am happy to disagree. Who opens hearts? God. Yeah. Who, sure. who did? Wait, wait, but hold on. Who did God send to save people and open the door? Jesus. Jesus. Okay. okay. Not not Miguel. Sure. Okay. So you don't need to be an open door. That's not what God has called you to be. God. God has called you to to. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't get how. Well, we're... it's not just preaching up, but um. Someone who tends the garden. I'm trying to think of a name. Gardener. A gardener. <laughs> you're, you're, you're there to foster the kingdom and be the kingdom. You know who you owe like all your your time to is obviously God, right? Okay. But, okay, what are the what are the I'm not gonna say that because I know we're gonna have a discussion. But I, bear each other's burdens. Who is that in reference to? Your brothers and your sisters in Christ. In Christ. Not outside of Christ. Sure. Okay. But if you bear the burden of this person that's going into the abortion clinic. Okay. And the burden is sorrow for their sin. Yes. It's, that is really hard to argue. You're not yoking yourself with them as much as you don't want to look at it that way. Like that's what it's just so, that's why I, I, I don't, I, you know, like you, you are, I, I don't see, I don't believe in this division. Like, 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 and, and like, even like scripture maybe, says it. But, but, and you said you just said that we were on the same page about the warfare. How do you have war and there's not division? What? Because I don't. What? What'd you say? How do you have war but not division? Okay. Yeah. That's, um, I thought you said something completely else. So, so, <laughs> so yeah. Like, like. That's what I. That's... My my warfare is not with the individual. We, and, we and agree. So, and so and and so like, like I I agree with you. Like like spiritual warfare, but like like that. I'm not going to treat the person as my enemy. I'm going to treat the person as my patient. As your patient? Yes. Like you're a doctor. Uh, I mean, like, is that what the, you meant by patient? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. They, they. So are, how does? I just real quick. You're not going to treat the guy as an enemy or girl. Sure. How does? The how individual. is? How is God going to treat the individual? Yeah, because that's at the time of judgment. No, it's now. Yeah, uh, it is now. now. I would agree with Miguel. It is now. That. That's the that's that's why it makes this makes this but, so uh, hold pressing. Is okay, it? no, no, hold on, hold okay. on. I, I, you, you, you. I think you genuinely need to chew that up for him because you're saying that's now, and I'm like, man, like the the gift of salvation is open still. The sacrifice of Jesus still counts. So like. That that is that is current and that is present. Yes, yes, like yes. like that that judge like like if that person dies now, absolutely. But that person is 
not physically dead. There's still opportunity. And yeah. so, so like, so that's, that's, that's why when I say at judgment, like I'm talking about like the death of the person mm-hmm. at judgment, yeah. if judged now, yeah. that person would be judged dead, but that person still has a life and that person still has opportunity for God to take effect in their life. It's, so that's it's not like they only become an enemy of God once they're dead. I, I understand that they yeah, are so currently right. an enemy of Yeah, I, I understand that. But so there, there has to be this, um, I guess, animosity in a certain sense. You know, um, it's because I'm, I'm afraid we're going to get back into, which I've always <laughs> wanted to do a part two of the, of the Calvinism and the, the milestones, but it, it seems I, I will, like we might. I don't even think we need to. I mean, I'm happy to get there. No, but I, don't I, mean, even I don't think know. We, I don't think we need to get there. Because I'm not like, saying we need to. I just I don't know if we will. Uh, you know, like I, again, like I don't, I don't know if I believe that they're ne- like that they're yes, they're spiritual warfare. I, I, I just don't see like, hey, they, they are a uh, preacher of a, of a, of a, or or an Iman or whatever of a not Christian religion. Yeah. Um. I, I don't think they're the I, I, I when I say hostility I don't mean like physical hostilities but I, I don't think there needs to be like a hey like hostility like spiritual hostility towards them either like like I'm not saying I need to sit there and be open to their religion and their ideas I I'm not saying that but I I do believe that they're that you can still minister to those people no one's, um, no one's saying you can't and, minister to that imam what I was getting at is that you're gonna be sitting in a mosque Sure. While he preaches something that's completely against and makes basically Jesus a liar. Okay. 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 Sure. And you have been recruited into this army. Sure. To fight a warfare, and yet you're you're in the enemy's campsite and just sitting there, and and saying, "Well, I have to support my friend, my friend who is my enemy to my God." Like, that's what I don't get. Yeah, my. <clears throat> I don't want to sit here and sound like, you know, my entire life is evangelism. So, like, you know, part of that would be like, hey, like, they're a friend. I respect them. Like, I am there to support. But, like, the the, the hope and the goal is also to, like, maintain and build the relationship so that we can have a discussion about Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, you know, like, quite honestly, like, I feel like uh, some, like, an Amon or another preacher makes an easier conversation for that um it, at least in in terms of bringing it up in the openness to talk about uh religion um but yeah like i i i see what you're saying and and i don't i don't want to make clarify, it sound, it's not the imam it's the the, the my presence in yes. the worship it's of, not that you want to um you know be there in in, in the time when the person gets abortion has an abortion is down and really struggling like can god ever love me it's not necessarily that it's just how you're showing support because of the friend it's like you're putting the friendship above the call yeah um and like like for the iman situation i always mess it up i am am m right imam imam okay um in the imam situation i'm on 12 gosh lemon um you know that (laughs) <laughs> what? David, what? Okay. okay. In 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 that situation, 
um, you know, it, it's to, you know, there's trust and solidarity of built, uh, you know, to show an openness of Christianity. Um, I think especially in, in America today where, uh, you know, I, I feel like almost, um, there's hostility towards the relationship there um you know so i i think i think it would just be to sh- the relationship between believers and non-believers uh well i was gonna say between christians and muslims okay um same just essentially uh but um you know i i think i, I understand what you're saying i i just don't I don't, I don't go into it, like, willy-nilly, like, let me take, like, 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 I would, I would, you, you go in guarded, you go in knowing that what is being said is seductive and alluring, and there's a reason that people follow it and worship it, um, you know, but that, I don't think that's a reason to, um, run i think that's i think that's possibly more reason to um i don't want to continue with like a war metaphor of like being on the front lines or being a spy like but you know like i i think that's a, a, a poor continuation of that but i i do think that that puts you in a space where you again can say like look like there's a christian in this uh mosque like what what does that say and i think there's obviously opportunity for misinterpretation but i think there's also opportunity to say like hey like maybe there's maybe there's it's it's possible for dialogue and discussion and coexistence i don't mean coexistence as in like let everybody be friends and together but coexistence as in like they're they're you know like just because they are christian doesn't mean we can't know and talk and be friends where just because they're muslim doesn't mean we can't know talk and be friends um i think that exposure um is big um not to say then because i feel like that argument would quickly devolve to like oh why don't you go into um uh, you know pornography stores and, and, and minister there like I, I think there's a difference um, I, you know but but yeah I, I, I don't think it's there is a danger I don't think it's something that <clears throat> you go in unprepared for I think if yeah I, I, I mean I don't know I don't know I don't know what else to say on that I know how I would go into it. Mm. Um, My question would be... So there's like... This entire... Like, of everything we have talked about in a previous podcast, has there ever, like, been a point where... You're like, okay. Like, Travis and Eric have said something. And that have, like, changed your mind about your perception of what we've been talking about today 
Um, there's about like about 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 that like uh, about that podcast on that episode or about, about today like about today, now yeah, right now about specifically now, specifically that's what he said. Um. So we, the reason I'm not asking this is because like so I think I would say like Miguel had like the same mindset of a lot of things. I hate to admit this because I don't want to give Ergo Chavez to make him look feel good. But they have truly I think would have changed my perspective of a lot of about Christianity and my relationship with God like I would say full like more knowledge about the Bible and God so I'm, I'm, so I'm thinking it's like has there has there been a moment for you of like what Travis and Eric have said have like changed your perspective of like how you view Christianity and how God wants Christians to act and just just in general stuff like that yeah um absolutely um I'm actually trying to scroll back through um our podcast list right now to talk about it um because it, it has happened it's happened in the middle of an episode um the one I just saw it and I scrolled uh Eric actually a lot on divorce um, that you've changed my, my thought on that one. I think that was a mid episode one that you kind of changed my mind. Cause I went in being like, Hey, no, you can't. And then I was like, yeah, ultimately, um, you know, I, I think there are plenty of episodes where I've, I've come in and I've said, okay, well, I think we need to, um, agree to disagree, but not in a, uh, I'm right. You're wrong. But in a, Hey, like. I came into this from a perspective of like, no, I'm right, you're wrong, and coming away from a, okay, I think actually we can both be right in how this plays out. I think it's just a matter of the 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 way it. I I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but like parts of the body, you know, like Travis is a great teacher. I am not. Um. You know that kind of thing. Um, yeah, that, that that's the main thing. Yeah, like, I'm I not. I've seen enough compliments for Travis. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to make it look too good. I mean, I don't. I don't want to say like I'm not dug in on my points. Like I'm just playing devil's advocate on everything. Um, but the, I mean, there are times that I remember saying like, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Like I, I come. I mean, I think there is a joke. Uh, of like there was like two or three episodes in a row that I was like are we agreeing on something else together Eric like no there's definitely been agreements um, um, and, and not just agreements but like we started on opposite sides and then we've come together I remember one where um, I was like starting to like oh, um, I understand but like I think there are points that you've made in a bunch of podcasts that it's like I understand where you're coming from I guess uh, for me it's it's like trying to nail down exactly where to split comes off yeah that's uh, i think the heart of this podcast is like yeah. us really trying to find out what like definition we're not using the same way or what um you know just principle we're not applying the same way yeah. and then we find out that that's kind of the root of our um of the, of the disagreement and i i think two things specifically <clears throat> that i've noticed um on this specific podcast and then uh, at least one of them in the past is um, one like Eric are you uh, familiar with the idea of natural law right as I, far as like the 
it uh when, when we've talked before about like um what is beneficial for for people or even like uh you know using the phrase like a successful um you know homosexual relationship so the idea of natural law is this idea that like there's some neutral set of principles and like you know they're just good for for human development and human flourishing and then over here on this side like god has what is morally right and then on the other side is like what god condemns and then that's morally wrong but there's this this neutral set of of principles like there's a natural law that can tell us just kind of in general what is good for humanity and it's like i think that what's best for human flourishing like what what constitutes a, a successful marriage or whatever like all of that is one and the same with the heart of Yahweh. Um, so then that's one. And then I think that uh, that's even come up in, in this podcast here tonight. Um, but I think another one that's really, um, that I've really been thinking a lot about tonight is just this idea of what it means to be an enemy of God. And it's like, if, if you are, um, like I, I, I use this, I, I talk to my students even about this. It's like you have love and you'd have to say, okay, well, like, what's the opposite of love? And a lot of people would say, well, okay, hate. And it's like, I don't believe that because God loves sinners and God hates sinners. Like, we see both of those phrases used all over, like, mm -hmm. all types of, like, you know, it's in the poetry and it's in the narratives and it's in the prophets and it's in the Old Testament and it's in the New Testament. It's like, God hates sinners and God loves sinners. Okay, so then how, how are those reconcilable? Well, what in what do we see god's love for sinners the sacrifice right the cross so i would say the the opposite of love is not hate but rather it's selfishness and god is selfish toward no one toward no sinner and you know we can talk about the l you know limited atonement wow. but it's like the legitimate hand of salvation is stretched out toward every person and the legitimate command is issued toward every person like, come to me, I will give you rest. Like, bow to me as Lord, King, God, and like, you will be saved in the day of judgment. Um, that legitimate offer is made, God is selfish toward no one. I mean, even with common grace, with like, you know, the dew on the grass and, you know, all the things the psalmist talks about. So... God is selfish toward no one. So then what's the opposite of hatred? And I think that that's where this conversation becomes really important is because I, I see in the scripture, the opposite of hatred is friendship. And it's like, um, God hates sinners. God looks at no sinner and says, you are my friend. Like people, there's, a, there's like a Casting Crown song even, I think, years ago called Jesus Friend of Sinners. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you know, doesn't the Bible say Jesus is a friend of sin? No. <laughs> that was an accusation that was being brought against Je Jesus. You're a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of sinners. So it's like we don't sing songs about how Jesus is a glutton and a drunkard. Mm -hmm. He wasn't. And he wasn't a friend of sinners. He's a savior of sinners. But he's also like a judge of sinners. And um, like... I I don't take like a sick delight in like clapping my hands like yay um I'm I'm going to be so happy when you burn in hell one day like that that's not the way that I think about it but if this person uh 
lives a life that is in defiance of the claim that Jesus makes that he is Lord over all, um, I can, I, the loving thing that I can do is to, to preach the gospel, to tell them the truth. Like if, if there's a, like a, a crime that's going to be done against someone or someone's going to be killed or harmed or whatever, like I can advocate on behalf of that person. Um, and for all of that, I've not neglected to love them. I've neglected to befriend them. And I think that that's almost in a sense what I'm called to do when the Bible says that, look, if you want to be a friend of the world, you are an enemy of God. So that's the the long version of it. But I feel like that is one um, just kind of set of definitions that I'm definitely... Uh, like thinking of differently as we process through all this. <laughs> David's like, can so I go to bed now? <laughs> I think that's a good way to wrap it. Um, it I mean, I if do... we want to expound on, on all of that, like, no, I'm just, you I mean, in the, in a different podcast, like, you know, we can do that. David's nodding like, yeah. please. It's I so think, hot. I think that would be a, a really good, Cut off, I think, because I think if we mm -hmm. get on that, that's going to be another mm -hmm. two hours. Seventy minutes. Okay. Alrighty then. Well, Bye, we sure feel reconciled. <laughs> I love you.